Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Happy Monday. Hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. Um, and I'm so excited for today. There's a lot of great stories. Um, I get to catch up with Steven Sai again. I've been missing my brother for a little bit here, so we're going to talk with him. So like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Our boys did it again. Our Honolulu Little Leaguers, um, after a rain delay, finished Nebraska 11-3 in the Little League World Series. They advance and they are waiting uh, for the winner of between Michigan and Texas. I don't know, but I just got this feeling that we are going to do it this year. I feel like we've got the momentum. We've got the hot stick. And so, like I'm constantly saying and constantly telling you guys, just remain humble, keep it a one day at a time focus, uh, keep trying to get better each and every day, enjoy the moment, and then, you know, the winner of Michigan, Texas, it doesn't matter because it's not about who you play. It's about what you do and your execution, and I feel like we've been executing at the highest level, so let's just continue to do that, uh, and I'm going to reiterate, continue to enjoy the process. We're all proud of you guys, and we can't wait to see you guys take the field again. Oh man, this one was this one was tough for me. I've been I've been pondering this one, pondering this one, pondering this one, and you know, it's unfortunate. But John Rasua, current Seattle Seahawks receiver and former Warriors receiver, went down uh, and unfortunately tore his ACL and will miss the remainder of the 2021 season. You know, I feel for John because he's a guy that that's right there. He's in a place where he's loved. He's got a great relationship with Russell Wilson, as you guys see on, 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 on the social media. And he's just an opportunity away, a play away from sort of emerging and, and being in that mix. And it's tough because, yeah, in, in the world of pro sports, opportunities are slim, right? But, but if there's one thing that we know about John Ursua is that this isn't new to him, right? He's had to come back from injuries before. He is one of the hardest workers out there. And here's what, it just, this just tells the story, man. On social media yesterday, right, he's still out posting supporting his teammates, celebrating his teammates. And they're, they're, the NFL is doing the top 100 rankings, and he's out here posting and celebrating his teammates. One in that situation could be like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm off this. I'm taking a break. I'm, I'm, I need to just focus. No, man, he's still, and I love one of what John does, man, all day. That's his thing, all day. And what I get from that is, is consistency, being consistent. Through the good times, the bad times, it doesn't matter. All day, you remain the same. All day. And so, John, man, I just want to tell you, brother, that I'm proud of you for that. And just to stick, you know, stay positive as much as you can this time. I, I tore my ACL in 2008. Um, it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to come back from. But what allowed me to come back was, was support around me. Immediately from my teammates my family, 
um, those who knew me the, the most and knew what I was capable of reminded me of that. And so I want to remind you that you're capable and you will come back stronger, faster, better, more in tune with your body than you've ever done before. And today, in 2021, compared to 2008, I know that the recovery process is a lot better. The surgeries are a lot better. The rehabs, the things you guys are able to do today for ACL repair and recovery is night and day from when I had to. So look, stay positive, brother. We're all behind you. We're all pulling for you and praying for you, man, that it's going to be a, a successful surgery and a speedy recovery, brother. Aloha. All right, I'm excited about this. You know, Steven Sai, like I said in the intro, I've missed him for a couple weeks now, and so I couldn't wait to get him back on the show to talk about UH football and what's going on there. I know they are excited and ready to roll uh, in preparation for UCLA. So uh, without further ado, let's dive on in to this interview with the sports guru, my guy, Steven Sai. All righty then. Finally, I get you back on the show, Steve. How you, how you doing, man? Oh, it's been a busy time. In the hello training camp, you've been kind of busy. I've been kind of doing some things, but it all comes together this week because this is game week. Game week. Game week, baby. We waited a long time, and this is game week at the Rose Bowl. You don't even have to, you know, win the Pac-12 to go to the Rose Bowl. They're going to the Rose Bowl this week. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and, and this is exciting, Steve. And I think with the full off season yeah. under their belt you know our, our 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 warriors man our rainbow warriors i think these guys are primed to have an explosive season like i just i, I don't know i just i've been having this feeling that they're gonna start fast and they're gonna be sparked by i think all phases i, I think defensively they're, they're gonna be a very physical fast team i think offensively they're gonna be better because they got the time Mm-hmm. And special teams wise, you got Calvin Turner Jr. now returning punts. You talk about field position. Yeah. And I, I, I'm just seeing these chain of events happening, man. And it starts this week. Let's go. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. And you know what? It's not just exciting for fans who will watch distantly, but um, it'll be exciting for the players and the coaches. The, the guys running the defense, or at least helping run the defense, Trent Big. Last year, he was, I think, director of operations. He did everything but on-field coaching. Now he says he's back on the field. He said the best thing is he's got a group. He's got guys in front of him that he can talk to. They can bond with. They have barbecues. And it's just nothing like the interaction. He says that's why you go into coaching. You want to be the part of teaching. The part of teaching means you got to see your students. And, oh, yeah. you know, in the past, it, it got crazy. Last year, because of the restrictions, they had meetings at Les Murakami Stadium, which it's kind of hard to have uh, meetings when you're in a baseball stadium. Everything's spread out. This year, because everyone got tested and everything, they're back in their locker rooms. Um, earlier, they were um, having meetings at the dance studios. You remember the famous dance studios at UH? <laughs> now, it's wide out, spread out. Now, they're back in meeting rooms. And this is the way it is. I mean, you build a team by being a team, which means being close to the team. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's where the team comes closer. All right? The more you bond during practices, during meetings, the more you're able to bond outside of those settings. That's what's important, Stephen. It's, it's what are these guys doing together outside? Yeah, the barbecuing, the hanging out, the mm-hmm. catching up, the, the getting their minds off of fo- football, becoming a family, becoming best of friends, creating memories that will go far beyond 
what happens in between the lines. And I think that's where teams come together. And that's why I'm so excited because I know that they were able to experience those things uh, this past offseason. So the fans, you know, although with the, with the sad news about, you know, the start of University of Hawaii on campus sports and no fans, the fans still need to be excited that there's going to be an amazing product going onto the field this weekend. And I, and I can't wait for them to showcase that. So, you know, I, I know the Rick Blangiardi because uh, the, the ruling came down um, saying um, no fans. It came from the city and county, but it really didn't. Rick Blangiardi is a guy who loves football and sports. He's in the circle of honor, which is for a lot of it for his involvement with football and how he got um, the TV stations involved and pay-per-view involved. And um, also because he coached and he played at UH. So he knows UH. He knows UH football. He wanted this to happen. He tried and negotiated. Just couldn't budge. I mean, there are powers above the mayor, apparently, that set things. And I know he took the fall, but – and that's rough because he wants to play. I think Hawaii did everything it was supposed to do to get ready. They did everything they were told to do. They had made all these um, co- um, compromises, sacrifices to set it so that people can go watch this game and be healthy and be safe. And you know what? It, it wasn't enough. And I don't know how you undo this now because they said they're going to keep evaluating this. But there's no measurement. There's no one. There's no one saying like, if okay, there are 50 people um, infected or in hospitals, can we go back? There's nothing. It's like, whenever. And I mean, this is that's a shame of it because everyone worked so hard and tried <sighs> so safe and did everything they were told to do, and that's not good enough. Yeah, and and it, it, you're right, Stephen. Like, why, why do the athletes have to t- always take the the blunt end of the, uh, of the stick, right? Like, why is it athletes? Why is it the athletes' events? Right. There's so many other things that are still going to be allowed, right? When the season kicks off, there's still going to be things allowed out here in the public, right? In the open air, outside, there's so many things that are still allowed. But then you're going to take away this from the players. You're going to take away this from the fans. Um, it, it just, it doesn't make sense, in my opinion. Um, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of things that don't make sense these days, Stephen, but you know what? Again, it, I, I spoke about this during the Olympics, about those athletes and the resiliency that they had to endure during this special Tokyo Olympics, right? It was something, it was very unique. And it just shows the true sign of athletes, man, and the resiliency. And so here we go. Here we are again. It's another test. And it's another opportunity to grow as, as an athlete is to quiet that noise. Is to like because the focus at the end of the day, Stephen, fans, no fans, got to win games. The focus is winning the game, and that's what matters. And and that's what the coaches are going to be harping on. That's the players, the captains, the leaders. That's what they're going to be spreading in the locker room. It's like, guys, hey, don't worry about it. You know, it's about us. It's about us right here in this locker room. We got to go out there. We got to perform. We got to come together, regardless of what's outside that's out of our control. We got to focus on getting the win, right? And and I get that, and that's how the players have to focus. Perhaps that's the coaches, but the other UH administrators, I think they've got to be saying, "Why can't be the only Division One team in the entire country that can't have fans at their games? It can't be the only ones." And 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 you know, and you know what? I know that there are problems everywhere. I know there are problems with picnics, parties, things like that. I know there, are, but there are no problems catching this at a UH football game. You know how I know this? Because they haven't had fans since the pandemic started. You can't, you can't catch it if you don't have fans in there. And we don't know what would happen because 
you know, of course, you know, there's no sample because they're, they're, they've never had fans. Right. So, 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 yeah, I, I, I get where you're yeah, going. Yeah, you don't want people to go to a game and get it or stuff. But, I mean, they're only, they're only going to allow people who are vaccinated. They're only going to allow people – they have to wear masks. They have to – they're not going to have concessions. You can eat food there. I mean, they did all these things where they're saying, you know, you're basically going to a game in saran wrap. You're wrapped up. And now they're saying, not good enough. When's it ever going to be good enough? Right. What is it's it going to take? Yeah. Yeah. What exactly? What is it going to take? What you know? So, so I, it, again, it it brings up the tension to okay. So, so why, why mandate this stuff then? Why have a mandate when we're we're doing everything correct, but still we can't do it. We can't have it. We can't have the fans. We can't. So I feel you on that, Stephen. I feel your frustration. We are not the only two that are frustrated. There's a lot of people out there. And, you know, I, I just hope that there's a resolve well, a I'm lot sooner I'm than later. A lot of people. I, I, okay, I've got a cousin, super fan. You know, she's battled and overcome cancer twice. She just loves, this is what keeps her going. UH Sports keeps her going. She loves to go there. So, you know, she'll leave her husband at home just to go to games because she just loves it. She'll, she'll see doubleheaders for baseball. And just sitting there and, you know, things of that just because she loves the game. She loves the sports. She loves UH. She's always loved it. Back to the Fabulous Five, everything. She always loved it. She wants this. She needs this. People need this. And I get priorities. Yes, teachers need to get paid more. Cops need to get paid more. Firefighters need to. Doctors, nurses, they all need. Everyone needs to get paid more. But you know what? UH needs this or else you can't have sports. And you know, you can move whatever money Hawaii gets, uh, football team gets from the state or whatever. If there are no games, if there's no teams, they're not moving it over to teachers. They're not moving over anybody. It just disappears. You know, if there's no rail, you know what happens? The money's not going to go to something else. It just disappears. And I think that's the problem is that, you know, you need things. You need things. You, you need a lot of things. You need arts. You need entertainment. You need a symphony. You need sports teams. You need education. You need everything to be a vibrant city and we don't have that and this is one yep. part maybe the people don't think it's important i think it's important to a lot of people and that's what matters no steven i feel your passion right you're a very passionate sports editor sports fan sports guy that's why i call you the sports guru and you're absolutely right you know like there's a lot of things that are important to a lot of people and and i just feel like sports at the high school level Right, what they're doing to the kids and, and those families and sports now at, at our university at Hawaii and how it's affecting both athletes and the fans, probably more so the fans now in this situation. You know, people have waited, waited and waited for this because this is this was gonna be like their breath of fresh air, right? This was gonna be their oh, okay, thank you moment. And yeah, it's it's it hurts. It hurts, it hurts for a lot of different reasons. And it's important, too, because, you know, of course, physical education is important. Mental health is important. It's important. The most out, important. Get out there, do things. I mean, yeah, you can't just go to the job. Go, you need other things in your life. A great family. Family's great. Time's great. But you need other things. You need this. And, you know, for the athletes, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, their, their parents who have already bought their tickets to come here, what are they going to do? They're going to sit on a hill or something and look at the game? I mean, there's got to be, I mean, at, least, at the very least, let them in. I mean, they're 9,000 seats. I'm sure you can spread out 100 people over, you know, especially if they're all vaccinated and they're wearing masks and everything. There's got to be a way to at least help them. Absolutely. Let Absolutely. Them let the families come in at the very least. 
and it cost 8.3 million to fix up Ching Field because the low stadium was available. That's money they didn't they didn't have that money to spend. It's like they're they're dipping in their say whatever they're doing. Now they have to give back part. You know they have to refund people. This is a program they can't afford to spend anything. Now you have to refund some money. It's a tough thing. And I mean, whatever you think about sports, whether you think it's important, not important, I think it's important, obviously, whatever other people do. But I think for a great many people, it is important. And, you know, you got to let the games go and you got to let people watch. That's it. You couldn't have said it any better, Stephen. So, uh, look, man, um, I appreciate you as always. Um, I'm excited, you know, to see what these boys do this week. I told you what I'm, what I'm, what I'm foreseeing. Um, I, I see Calvin Turner Jr. taking a, a return back, a, a punt, something back for a touchdown. I see him doing that. I see him opening up the game like that. I see a big play on defense. I see a lot of different things, Stephen, and I just think it's going to spark um, a lot of things, and it's going to set the tone for the rest of the season. I think so. And, you know, whatever the outcome – I've seen the practices. I've seen the way they're working and the effort. They will play hard. I mean, whether what are the outcomes, the outcome, things happen, balls, funny shape, things happen. But you know what? They'll play hard. The effort will be there. I think. I hope. I mean, and then you know, it, will be. it will be. It will there. be. And I think that's yep. that's the best thing you can hope for. You just fight the good fight and see what happens. Yep. That's it. That's it. So look, Stephen, thank you so much, man, for joining me, man. It's uh, it's been it's been too long. I feel like it's been like three weeks, maybe. I don't know. It's been a, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, we're always like, yeah, this is where it is. That's our relationship <laughs> from yeah. the heart. So, okay. <laughs> but all right, Stephen, thanks I will so much. See you man. next week. I'm going to UCLA. I'll tell you how it is, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I can't wait. I can't wait. Take care. Thanks, thanks. for having me on. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you guys all so much for tuning in. It is Monday. It is the start of the week. And I know for some of us, sometimes Mondays are the hardest. It's the toughest to get going, right? But if we can continue to start to change our mindset on Sunday, to start to look forward to and the thought process of I get to. And not that I got to. Right? We get to go to work. We get to do some of these things that we do. So I just want to encourage you guys to be excited about that. We get to be in the Monday grind, the Monday struggles, if whatever you want to call it. We get to do that. So embrace it, enjoy it, and I'll see you guys all come hump day Wednesday.